Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast, brought to you by SpiritualRecharge.com. This is your place to experience peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle in to this sacred time for yourself. This is Ariel Hecht, and I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh. Our warmest welcome to you. Thank you for your beautiful presence. And now we'll hear from Michael. Hopefully you have your tea. What you need for these sessions is a cup of tea or a drink and a big heart and a big smile. (laughs) So today we're diving into a wonderful topic that I thought you'd enjoy. It's a very beautiful thing. How to talk with God in a real way and receive a response to receive the vibrations, to receive the messages. Because do you talk to yourself? you talk to yourself yeah everyone talks to themselves we all talk to ourselves in our head that's what thinking is and we oft, often I mean I'll be honest I talk to myself out loud sometimes because it helps me think you know if I'm on my own and I'm wandering around taking care of things and uh, I've asked other people and it turns out that nearly everyone talks to themselves out loud and in their mind right we already, because we're in a conversation with ourselves all the time. Of course, if you speak very loudly to yourself in public, <laughs> then that becomes a bit of a scene. But otherwise, I think there's a perfectly normal thing to do. So we talk to ourselves. Why not talk with God? You know, the beautiful being of divine love and bliss. So, does God listen? How can we make that connection with this beautiful being? What does God listen to? Does God listen to everything or only some things? How do we have a relationship? A relationship. So, These are what we're going to explore today, so that by the end of this, you will be able to deepen if you already have this sort of connection, or you'll be able to establish that vibration. And then you'll never feel alone. You'll never feel alone. You'll never feel bored. And you'll get help. You'll get the power and the love and the joy and the support that you need in the different relationships. Many, many years ago, when I was starting my meditation practice, I went to India. And on the way back, I was traveling through Delhi. And in Delhi is a very, very, very powerful spiritual teacher. And she took one look at me I was about to leave, like I was just about to get in the car and get on the train, go back, go and get to the airport. And she looked at me and she said, 
you need to have all relationships with God. One line. That was it. That's all she said. These very powerful teachers, they don't talk very much, but when they do, it's extremely profound. And I wasn't having that experience. So she'd found out something that I needed and was drawing my awareness that I could get it, you know, and what would help me the most. Because in our human life, we need relationships. Our modern world has denied us of a lot of meaningful relationships because people hardly ever talk to each other anymore in in person, right? I have all these Zoom meetings with all these people all over the planet, but I don't meet that many people personally at the same degree that I did when I was before all the internet stuff, right? So most of us are in that situation where we have loads of people all over the place, but less people in person, right? And so there's a big problem here. This is why there's so much entertainment and so many, so much content because people have got this big void, right? And they're not connecting. And it's better than nothing, let's be honest. It's better to come on these sessions and connect and have the company of everyone else. So there's a huge benefit. However, if we're honest, we also need that deeper connection. So we need connection with people because human life, we're supposed to have, you know, mothers and fathers, right? And they're meant to fill that role of mothering and fathering, right? That's typically lacking nowadays because the parents generally, <laughs> they're on their phones all the time, so they're not even with the kids and the kids are watching TV. So I talk to all these mothers and their kids are having all these problems and they're like completely addicted to the technology because they're not getting attention, right? So we need fathering and mothering, right? We need parents. We need friends, Right? Friends, so you can talk about whatever you want, no pressure, some help, you know, no judgment, like care and support. Friendship is extremely important. We need relationship, intimate relationships, close relationships with some people, some one person or and who's there for us, right? That's why people get married or in long-term partnerships. We need teachers to help learn things, right? There's lots to learn. We need a guru to help us with our spiritual ascension, to take us beyond, right? That's the point of spiritual teaching. And then there's all these other relationships, you know, in business and in, in work and there's all these smaller relationships, right? There's the main ones and then there's small ones. And then there's relationships with children, if you have children. So we have lots and lots of relationship needs. And human beings, of course, can do a really good job if they're conscious and coming from a good place and are present to fulfill some of those needs that we have. However, most of us, let's be honest, 
don't have all of those needs met at that degree because for a start a lot of people aren't really conscious enough to even be able to give that support that we need anyway even if they wanted to there are lots of people who have a good heart but they're not sufficiently developed human beings to be able to provide the level of care that's needed this is one of the major problems on our planet right now is that people haven't been brought up properly most of the time I'm, I'm sure if you're a mother you've done a great job looking after your kids and you're a rare case but if you look around and I'm sure most of you would have seen this is that there's a lot of children who are just being handed over to television to raise them and a lot of us didn't get what we need or were wounded by our parents right and then we had bad teachers and we had all sorts of shady stuff going on and friends who weren't really very good for us and it just goes on and on so we've been wounded on a number of levels by a lot of different people so we need we still need to have these needs met and that's why at this time this is the confluence age. This is the age of transformation in the world. This is the age of the great change. And at this time, we can receive the support we need in all these different relationships from the source and have our heart purified and healed. And so this is an opportunity for us to receive from a spiritual source in the different relationships. I'll read you a quote here. According to the time, the one, the source, offers himself to the children at all times in all relationships so stay with him in a way that is appropriate for the time and appropriate for the relationship and make him your companion sometimes you make him your companion with a relationship and sometimes you put aside the companion you then say that you feel lonely while moving along. You feel lonely. What happens when you feel lonely? You experience your elevated life to be an ordinary life. You say that your life has become boring and that you need a change. Right? So if we don't get what we need, from people or from God, then we're going to run around in different ways to get that need met. So we can learn to connect with God in different relationships in different ways. So for example, and I, before I mention this, I'll just mention that we all have all these these live events and these audios and zoom calls and all this stuff right so you're connecting with people and text messages and emails right all this communication how much communication do you have that's non-physical 
right? There's nothing actually there. It's like some thing on a screen or some, most of it's just on a screen, right? There's not even anything in your hand. It's just on a screen. So we have loads of connection that's non-physical and it can be to some degree quite nourishing, right? Text messages, emails, it's not doing the job to the degree it is in person, but it's still meaningful to us. So God is a non-physical being, right? So you're not going to get anything physical, but you can feel, <laughs> you can feel the vibrations and you can receive messages. But in order to do that, we have to be subtle. We have to become subtle so that we can listen carefully and receive because it's quiet you know, god is is quiet silent it can be very powerful but it also comes through in the silence so there's all these different relationships with different people in our physical life how can we have that with god so for example one title of god is the mother, right? So when we say he, it's not really he, it's he, she, all these gender pronouns and all these things that are causing trouble in the world, it applies to God as well. God is beyond, you know, the, the soul is neither male nor female. It's just a relationship with the father and the mother and the friend, right? So you can put aside these pronouns and think about the heart and soul of what we're flowing into here. It's more the essence than it is the pronoun. So as a mother, what does a mother do? A good mother. A good mother is very loving. Unconditional love, care, you know, support. Nurturing. Yes, yeah, a safe safe space. Yeah, think about a baby, mother and her child. The mother is the is like a big pillow, you know, it's like a comfy, cozy, loving being, right? This is extremely important for us to have that feeling. Being held held in the arms of the mother. So you can imagine the most loving mother and imagine the most beautiful loving mother you can possibly imagine and then make it even more loving, make her even more loving. That is just scratching the surface of what God's love as a mother is like for us. So sometimes you might need to be all cuddled up and imagine being held in arms of love like you're being embraced.
And what would you say to a mother? It depends on the age, right? Babies don't typically say that much when they're not able to talk. But you would say certain things to a mother, right? And you you talk to a mother in a particular way. So when you need mothering, we all need mothering, even if we're older, even someone who's 90 needs mothering, right? So we need mothering, so we can talk to God as the mother. And the mother will tell you, it's going to be all right. We'll be fine. You know, just that loving kindness. So you just tune into this to open your heart. God listens to the heart, not to the head. So to connect with God, we have to open our hearts. If it's all in the head, it doesn't get anywhere. It's not an intellectual exercise, it's a feeling. It's being being vulnerable, it's being held in divine love. And when you start to experience these things, you will be brought to tears when you really let go and hold on because we need that love and we're not going to get it from people at the degree because God is the ultimate source of everything, right? The mother of everyone. So all the best mothers in the world, who's their mother? Their mother is this divine mother, the supreme mother, the purest. So sometimes we need mothering, right? And you don't need to do anything. You don't need to be told anything. You just want to be held and comforted. So that's a beautiful feeling. And sometimes we need the Father. And what does a father do? There's lots of good fathers and quite a lot more, probably not very good fathers in the world. But what is the ideal father? Ideal father is there for support, for strength, you know, for the, for unconditional love and guidance. So you just tune into this for yourself. What is an what is the ultimate father? And what does the ultimate father do for you?
you know, wisdom, wisdom, kindness. Keeps you out of trouble. <laughs> the mother keeps you out of trouble. The mother's wise. They're, they're, they're similar, right? It's just a slightly different energy. Mother and father, it's a different feeling. So sometimes we need the father energy. Sometimes we need the mother energy. Sometimes we need a friend, a real friend, someone who you can be a little bit more open with and less formal. It's a different feeling between the parents and the friends. So what is the ultimate friend? What's the ultimate friend? What's friendship even mean? How would you talk to someone who's the ultimate friend? This is a very important relationship we need to have with God, God the friend. where you can lay anything out there. And you will be supported, you know, and, and spoken to in, in a way that's familiar and friendly and can give guidance, you know, talk through the options, talk about what's going on, get it off your heart. So we're just diving into this a little bit and you can tune into this in your own way. We need all these relationships at different times. It's what's appropriate for the time. Friendship is a big one. Then of course there is the lover and the beloved. That that kind of intimate pure Love. Rumi's kind of talks about this a lot, the poems of Rumi. God is the lover, the beloved. And I just want to mention that <laughs> the recording of this cut out, so you're going to listen to a slightly less high quality audio version of the rest of this podcast. And we're going to look into making sure there's another backup for the future. Enjoy the rest of this session. Sending lots and lots of love. A very unique relationship. And human beings typically <laughs> aren't able to stay at that level, right, of deep connection because everyone has their own problems, right? So that intimacy, we can have that on an unlimited level. We can feel your heart is being healed from the wounding of our human beings by this pure connection. And remember, this is from the heart. If we try and do this from the head, it doesn't reach down and touch us deeply in the heart and soul. 
So what would you talk to? How would you connect with a pure, in a pure way, a beloved life partner? So we need that relationship as well. It's very important. And the, the, I'm just bringing these up so you can take this with you and go deeper into it in your own way. God is a real being. God is not omnipresent, the floating light all everywhere. God is a real being. So you can imagine God is like this, this best of human beings, like the highest human, you could say. God's not actually a human. But you can imagine the, if you could create, if you can imagine somebody who is has all the relationships and is at the very, very, very highest, 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 most profound level of those relationships, that is what God is like, but a billion times more. So there's no one like that in the world. But it gives you a sense of what we're talking about, gives you a flavor, gives you a feel for it. And these are things to explore even deeper. One of the titles of God is the gardener, the master of the garden. This is an ancient title for God. God, God creates the flowers and makes us into flowers, spiritual flowers. So today I'm going to be doing some gardening stuff because it's just got warm finally, thank goodness. And um, <laughs> so I need to set up the sprinkling system and maybe move the pots around and put things on timers and give some, you know, organic fertilizers and all this stuff to make the, all the roses and all the plants happy. So I can have a connection with God as the master of the garden, and I can sit there and say, "All right, what are we going to do about this garden, this deck area?" What, what shall, I, shall I pot this? Shall I do this? What do you think about that? Right? Then you might think, why does God care about my pots on, out here on the deck? It's not that he cares about the pots specifically. He cares about me and he cares about you. And he wants us to be his friends, right? Because we are his children, spiritual beings, right? He wants us to receive his support. And we have things to do in our life all the time. You've got to take care of this and go to the store and do this and send these emails and blah, 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 right? So he's saying, well, take my help in these different relationships. So if you're gardening, then he's the master of the garden. He's the master gardener, right? He can help you. What should I do about this? Should this thing be moved from here to here? Does this need repotting? Does this need fertilizer? Right? You'll, you'll get some guidance. We're used to doing things on our own. But we actually don't need to. We can receive help. Right? So if you're working on a project, you have a business or something, you can have God as your business partner or your you know, your 
co-worker, right? Someone who can support you, your marketing expert, <laughs> right? God's only going to help with pure things. So if we're doing something shady, he's not going to help, just so you know, because he's not interested. When people say, these various extremist people, they say, oh, God inspired me to blow up a, a, a bus full of children. God is not helping with things like that. That's a total ego trip. That has nothing to do with it. So the people attribute all sorts of things to God that never really happened. It's not true. This, this needs to be from the heart. From the heart. With pure love and aligned with the purest and highest intentions. And there's three signs that you are receiving messages from God. Right, what are those three signs? God's touchings, number one, this is important to remember. How do you know, if you've got a message from God that comes through to you in your mind and your heart, how do you know if it's real or not? Number one, God's touchings are always powerful and you will experience this power to be more powerful than your own power. Right? Did, has anyone experienced that? Where you have this extra power and it's not normal. Right? So we have our own ideas, obviously, about lots of things. And we get inspired sometimes. We might have lots of, you know, coffee and sugar and go, yay, I'm so excited about it. Yeah, so that, we know what that's like, right? But this is something else. This is this is extra power. I've experienced this many times, where something is coming through that is beyond what I'm used to and different, and it has a different feeling about it. It's really pure power, powerful, but in a good way, pure energy. Number two, there will be the experience of easy success in God's touching. Right, so first of all, you get the power. That's a sign. The second thing is there's easy success. If you get the power, but it's a pain in the ass and doesn't work out and it goes round and round, it's not a touching, right? Because there'll be easy success. And the third thing is there will never be questions of why or what about God's touchings. Everything will be very clear. So if you're questioning yourself afterwards, oh, is it, was it really, what about this, what about that, I'm not sure, could it have been, then it's not, right, you'll know, because it'll feel good, it'll be easy success, and there'll be no questions, and it's a win-win benevolent situation, there's no problems are caused from it down the road. So number one, God's touchings are always powerful, and you'll experience this power to be more powerful than your own power. Secondly, there'll be the experience of easy success. 
And thirdly, there'll be no questions of why or what. Everything will be very clear. So that's how you can tell. And easy success means that it's a benevolent outcome. You have an idea? I'll give you an example of this. One time I was in India and I'd been teaching meditation classes in Hawaii in a friend of mine's house right, every week. And I was living in, <laughs> it was actually a converted um, broom cupboard, literally. It was a big broom cupboard, but it was basically turned into like this little room. It was really ridiculous, actually. Um, but I was quite happy because I, you know, I was near the beach and you know I didn't need anything anyway. But I went to India and while I was there, I got an email from that person whose house I was teaching in and she said, I need to leave this house. Would you like it? You know, I haven't told anyone about it yet. I haven't, but I thought, would you like it? And at the time, I didn't have any money to, to take this house. It was renting the house, but it was like, it was, it was a, like a real score. It was a huge house. And I thought, well, that's very interesting. I didn't, didn't really think much about it. It just seemed a bit odd, but interesting synchronicity. So then I went into meditation room. You know, I had a little chat with God when I said, look, there's this house that's opened up. What, what do you think I should do about it? You know, I haven't got any money. And I received an extremely clear message that came, and it literally sounded like someone was talking to me outside of myself and it said in a strong voice it is yours it is yours not it will be yours or it could it is yours right and I had this feeling very very strong feeling and I literally was looking around the room I was like is there someone hidden behind the curtain because <laughs> it, it was very strange I had never experienced anything quite at that that degree of like boom so I still didn't have any money, right? So I needed like two months of rent, and I didn't have that at all. So, but I actually didn't worry about it. It didn't even occur to me after. I just thought, okay. So I sent, I said, sure, um, send me the form to fill in, and she sent me over this form, and I filled it in online while I was in in India, and I kind of, you kind of just somewhat adjusted the numbers <laughs> to to get approved and I sent it off right I haven't given them any money I just sent a form back and I'm not exactly sure quite what happened after that the details of it but for somehow 
a bunch of money appeared in I'm not even, can't even remember where it came from, but I didn't have it. And then all of a sudden, I had like all this extra cash. Someone must have. I don't. I don't remember. But lots of money appeared exactly in time for me to give them the deposit. And then when I got back from India, I moved in. You know, within I think within about two weeks or something, or three weeks of coming back, it was done. Right. Yeah, that is an example. Of extra power, easy success, and no questions of why and what. Those three things. And that house went on to do service for many, many, many years, even after I left. I met RL in that house as well. So. Lots of things like that have happened, but that was that was just very clear because I I just remember hearing the the words. It is yours, not it will be yours, but it is done. Like there's this power that came through, and there was no question, and everything was easy. Other things that I've thought about. Oh, I don't know. Is it going to work? Oh, I'm not sure. You know, it's different. Totally different feeling. So, one of the big things for us to develop this relationship with God in a real way is to get over the habit of doing everything on our own. Right, I, I'm talking to myself here as well. By the way, for example, if I'm working on some project or some, you know getting back to people in emails and all this stuff, I temp- typically I'm just like, okay, let me just knock this out <laughs> and and get on with the next thing because there are all these things I'm doing all the time. But I've realised that's not that's not the high ideal way to go about things. Right, it's much better to have God's company helping me do it together. Right, we're going to do it together. We're going to do it together in this beautiful way to have this awareness. It's almost like if there's someone else in the room, imagine imagine there's someone who you care about and you love and they're there to help you and they're in the room with you giving you support and blessings. You might be doing it, but they're energetically giving you help. Right? It's a different feeling from you being alone in a room doing something and someone who's there to help you is there as well. Right? So there's a very different feeling. So you can say things like, what should we do about this? What should we do about that? What what should we eat today? You open the fridge. What should we have for lunch? Right, because God is also the nutritionalist. Yeah, He's going to give you better advice than the... Uh, devil sitting on the shoulder right there's the angel and the devil and they're both sitting on one one shoulder and the other one 
One said, go for all that junk food that you like, you know, and the other one said, no, 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 let's do the other stuff, right? When you go to the store, you've got these two things on the shoulders. Do you know what I mean? So we can ask for help with our work, with our diet, right, doctor's stuff, with um, our gardening, with our mental and emotional help. Yeah, God is also, of course, the therapist. Help us. So God is the CEO, the therapist, the teacher, the mother, the father. Also the child and the brother. I was on a call yesterday with um, some other souls about the Link of Love program. And one of the sisters sharing in that was saying that she, she's from India, and in India they have a, a ceremony where the sister ties a, a band on the brother's arm every year. So it's a festival, festival of Rakshabandhan. And it's like a link of love between the sister and the brother. It's very, very sweet, you know. It's got like just saying that they're there for each other. It's a very lovely thing. It'd be nice if they did it in other countries. And one year, she did this every year for years and years and years, and one year, her brother was away somewhere doing something else, and he said he would come back, but he didn't, because he was away. And it, it broke her heart, you know? She had tears of distress, that where is my brother after all these years? You know, I want to tie this special band on him, and he's not here. Because they had that deep connection. And she realized that she can have that relationship with God as her brother. And it, she felt all this beautiful love and light. And she felt like she really connected with God on a much, much deeper level in that relationship. That was like, that kind of opened her heart to that experience because that was a very important relationship for her. And there's also the, the expression, God is your child. How can God be a child? Because God is so great, right? And powerful. But we have a relationship that we bestow everything to God. You know, Parents give everything to their children. They look after the children. They take care of the children. The children don't have to worry about anything. So what's that got to do with God? When we give everything to God, then God gives everything to us. Like this is a very deep thing. This, these are things to churn. We talked about churning in other sessions. Churning means you think about this in your heart and ponder on what is that relationship with God as a child? What would that feel like? How would I connect in that way? God is also the remover of sorrow and the bestower of happiness. 
right? This is a very important relationship. So when we have sorrow, we can give it up. There you go. I've got this pain, this suffering. Take it away. Take it away. So he takes it away. Ah, yes. And then we can receive happiness. This is one of the most important things, is to give, 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 give it up. Give up the the feeling of burden. Give your burdens. And God is the remover of burdens, bondages, traps, you know, stress, worries. So there's an expression, give your burdens to me and be carefree, become carefree. So these are very, very, very profound things and very deep. So I'd like you just to tune into your heart and think, what do you need? Which relationship or relationships do you need in your life that would be very meaningful to you? You can just tune into your heart, tune into it. Is it the mother, the father, the friend, the remover of sorrow, the remover of worries, the beloved, the child, the garden, you know, the gardener, the health coach, <laughs> business partner, therapist, right? There's so many different relationships. The guru, the teacher, the friend, the laundry man. God is the laundry man, washes the dirty clothes, gets all the nasty stuff out of us and get, makes us all nice and clean and fresh. So there's so many more, but we're just scratching the surface today. And you can go deeper into this. Just tune into one or two that are most precious to you. If you have any questions, you can let me know in the chat. It looks like we have... Melanie has raised her hand. I haven't heard from Melanie for some time. Just Just tune into this, everyone who's listening. What is that relationship that would be meaningful to you? No, unmute Melanie. Why not? We haven't done this for a while. Melanie, many blessings. If you want to share something, you're unmuted. Well, I can't hear you if you're sharing anything. might want to type it in the chat possibly if anyone else has any questions or anything you'd love to share it'd be lovely to hear from you 
these are very, very deep things. Because every day we're talking to ourselves anyway, we might as well talk to God instead. It's much more powerful. So I can't hear you, Melanie, just so you know, in case you're saying anything. But I'm sending you many blessings. Hope you're doing great. So just just tune into this, right? What 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 is the most meaningful relationship or relationships for you? And next time you're doing anything at all, right? Anything that is pure and good, because remember, if we're doing things that are a bit shady, then God's not interested. Just so you know, He's not going to help you. Yeah, there's lots of um, negative forces trying to get us to do bad things, right? That's a whole different topic. <laughs> We're not going to get into that today. God wants to help us do good things, right? To awaken spiritually, to purify our thinking, purify our lifestyle, our diet, you know, our consciousness, to help others, right? They're all good things. So anything good we're doing going to be pulled up to a higher level when we're coming from our heart with a pure desire to serve then we get a lot of help when we're up to all sorts of other stuff then it's not going to be there there's going to be different energy happening at that time so these are very very deep and beautiful things and you can really just tune into this. So you wake up in the morning, God is your friend, you know, God is your beloved, right? You know, you wake up and if you're worried about something, you give it to God. Say, take it away, take it away. I, I need help with this. What can you do to help? And you sit in silence. And you can feel the support might not come immediately, sometimes you have to wait a little bit. The purer your desire, the more sincere you are, the more help you'll receive. There's a wonderful expression, when you remember him, he remembers you. Right? So, that's how it is. And by the way, God's not interested, like a lot of people, they pray, right? Uh, please, 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 Dear Lord, give me a Porsche. <laughs> please give me a Porsche. Why? Please give me a swimming pool, right? That sort of thing isn't going to be listened to, right? That's not that's not sincere. That's just like, please, please, please give me a promotion. It's not that sort of stuff. I need a million dollars. Please make me win the lottery, right? For our own personal reasons. You're not going to get much help with that sort of stuff. When you open your heart, how can I change myself? How can I be a loving presence in the world? How can I be of service to others? How can I experience my highest potential? Then you're going to get the support, right? Then you're going to get... And it's from the heart. It's from the heart. So if you're feeling like you're not getting a response or you're not quite connecting, just, just go from your head, if you're in your head, into your heart. And really think about and feel into, tune into what is your purest, highest, higher self. Like come into your higher self. 
your soul consciousness, pure self, higher self. When we enter into our higher self, then we can make that connection. When we're in our lower self, running around selfishly, then we can't make that connection. That That's really important to making that that connection. So this is something to tune into. So you've got a week ahead of you. You've got a whole week, or you've got a whole life ahead of you, really, but between now and the next session. Interesting, how can I talk to God? So, for example, I'm going to take care of some gardening. Sorry, I'm going to get my hat on, go out in the sun, and I'm going to sit there and say, all right, let us make this a beautiful experience, and maybe create something magical that creates a good feeling. Every time I personally go out there, but that raises me up to a higher consciousness just by being in the garden, you know, that lovely garden experience. And may it be a blessing to others who come to the house. May this be a wonderful thing for everyone. And how can we experience a loving feeling towards all the plants and the nature spirits and all the plants in the world, right? And how can this be a, a magical spiritual experience? So gardening turns into a spiritual experience, right? It goes from an ordinary thing to an extraordinary thing. It goes from a basic thing to something that is mystical with that change in consciousness. If you're sending emails, you can think, how can we write these emails so that they're very touching, they don't take forever, and it feels good, and how can we do it together? Because quite frankly, there's too many emails, and <laughs> I need help with this, right? So then you do it together, right, and let God write your messages for you, through you, right, you tune into it, good feeling, you know, if you're getting, opening up the fridge, what are we eating today that's going to genuinely be good for the health, right, this is your body, you know, I'm using it temporarily, what can we do, so you have that sort of feeling about it, and see what your diet becomes, when you go to the store, and you're walking around the different shelves, you might find God encourages you to stay longer in the produce section <laughs> and away from all the other stuff, right? Do you know what I mean? So we have to be, just tune into it, just tune into it. And if you have a big decision to make, you can offer it to God, put it on the altar and say, I don't know what to do. What do you think about this? Right? So this is very, very practical. You know, I can do another session on this, go deeper into it next time. But this is just getting us started, getting you getting you in the in the heart space and the awareness. So my pure desire for you and God's pure desire for you really is just to have, to develop that relationship little by little, in a little little by little way. Instead of talking to yourself, talk to him. Yeah, God is not really him, he's a being of light. So it's just just the language. Talk to that being of love in the relationship appropriate. You might need mothering. You might need some fathering energy. You might need friends. You might need a heart healing. Right? Go into that feeling and enjoy that experience. 
And remember the three signs that you're actually receiving messages from God. Number one is that there's extra power. Number two, there's easy success. And number three, there's no questioning afterwards. It's just clean and clear, straight to the point. So let's just take a moment now to hold the vision that you're now having this beautiful spiritual relationship. That your heart is open, you're receiving support in a real way for your spiritual awakening. That you're a spiritual being connected with the supreme being. You are bodyless, and God is bodyless, and you're in the world, and you're connecting on all these different meaningful relationships for help, and receiving support, and feeling that, making your life easier. giving thanks giving thanks one of the most wonderful things when we say thank you, thank you, thank you to the one who gives the heart support the more we give thanks the more we receive the love keep giving thanks and you'll keep receiving so wishing you a most magical and blissful week with your companion your new companion who's there for you all the time day and night no one else is here for you 24 7 but this being is there because it doesn't need to sleep right so you've got a new friend now who's always there for you and you can receive 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 and see what happens think of it as an experiment and see and feel the difference wishing you a wonderful wonderful week Lots of love and talk to you soon. Om Shanti. It's been such a beautiful time together. Thank you for listening. Think of one person who needs this and share this with them. If you have any questions for us, please send them to shareyourquestion.com. Go to spiritualrecharge.com for more free meditations, talks, and courses. We thank you for your beautiful presence. Keep shining your divine light in our world. So much love, and we'll connect soon.